Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 202. We're going to continue to talk about Passover out of Leviticus chapter 23. Yesterday, we looked at the appointment times that God has made in His Word for His people Israel and for all of us who are lovers of God, who are followers of Jesus Christ. We are called upon to learn from what God taught His ancient people Israel that are living it out today in the land that he promised to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so the Apostle Paul, who was a rabbi in Romans chapter 15, when he was writing to that church there, said, the things that were written before were written for our learning and our admonition so that we might be encouraged, we might have hope, that we might have expectation that God who taught his people, who led his people, who was faithful to his people, will teach us, he will lead us, and he will be faithful to us. God is always faithful. Even when we're unfaithful, God is true to his word. And so God has set up some days and sometimes weeks for all of us, but especially his people Israel, to observe appointed times to meet with him. God said, I want you to do these every year. We looked at Shabbat yesterday, and that's every week. Now, you and I, all of us know that God wants to meet with us every day. God wants to walk with us along the way. But there are special times that we need to set aside when we concentrate wholly on God. Because many times we're working, we're making a living, we're doing a lot, working with family. But God says, I want an appointment on your calendar. And so for the Jewish people... If they were going to be a nation that were going to be distinct, God said, I want you to have a special day of worship when we can meet together, when you can remember that I am the one who brought everything that's in existence into existence, and I brought you into existence as a nation and as a people. And so you can listen to yesterday's podcast for that. But throughout the year, God knows that we're prone to wonder. The hymn writer wrote that, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Even with the Spirit of God living in our hearts, and that same apostle in that same book of Romans said, if any man does not have the Spirit of Christ, he doesn't belong to him. And so even those of us who have the Spirit of God living in our lives, we are still wrestling with the flesh. We are wrestling with a world system that is anti-God, the world in which we lived. And our enemy, the devil, 
and his demons are constantly on the prowl looking for whom they may devour. And so we have enemies that are out to get us, to destroy us, to destroy our families. And so God says, I want you to have some concentrated times throughout the year. And these are called moed. They are the special days and a special day that God gives to his people. When he says, I want you to retreat, I want you to concentrate on me. And the first of all of those when we get past Shabbat is Passover. And so in Leviticus chapter 23 and verse 4, it says, these are the moed. These are the feast of the Lord. They are holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at their appointed times. You see, God just says, put this on your calendar. This is going to happen every year. You know it's coming, and it's going to be a good time for you because it's going to remind you of how much I love you, that I have a plan and a purpose for your life. I am your deliverer. I am the one who sets you free. I am the one one who takes away death. And he said, on the 14th day of the first month at twilight is the Lord's Passover. Now, the first month of the Jewish year, they actually have two New Years. One is a religious New Year, and it is the beginning of everything. And it's in the spring of the year, rightfully so. It's called Nisan, the month of Nisan. Now, that's the Babylonian, Mesopotamian name. In the book of Exodus, chapter 13 and verse 4, it is called Abib. Now, that's what it says in our Bibles, A-B-I-B. If you go to Israel and you ask what is the season, spring, they will say Aviv, A-V-I-V. Many girls are named spring because it's a beautiful name. Uh, We have girls and women that used to be named spring, summer, autumn. I have a granddaughter named Autumn. And so the seasons are beautiful names for girls. And so I know girls and ladies and older ladies that are called Aviv. And you say, well, I thought you said Abib with a B. And now you're saying Aviv with a V as in Victor. What's the difference? Well, in Hebrew, it's a dot. I mean, literally a dot in the bosom of the letter bait. When it has the dot in the middle of it, it is a B, as in boy, a beeb. When you take the dot out of it, it is a softer sound, like a V, as in Victor. And so Aviv, it was called that because it was the spring of the year. It had to do with the agrarian crop cycles. That's when the barley harvest came in. In the spring of the year, the winter wheat began to come up and began to get into its full head in the weeks following. And so this is why it was called Aviv. And so it's called Nisan or it's called Aviv, both talking about the same month. And he said on the 14th day of this month, that twilight. Now, what's twilight? That's that time of day between when the sun starts angling and setting and dark. That's called twilight. Now, I'll do a, an entire podcast on twilight when it gets closer to Passover. We'll come back to that. But on the 14th day of the first month, that month, 
month is Aviv, or Nisan. At twilight is the Lord's Passover. And on the fifteenth day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread of the Lord. Why unleavened bread associated with Passover? Because it yeast takes time to rise. And I'll do a whole podcast or two on leaven what it meant then and what it means now, what it means physically, naturally, and what it means spiritually. And so we will do that later as well. And I'm just reading these verses so that you can get a feel because we're going to come back to these over and over again. So you'll become very familiar with the Leviticus 23 and the passages that are related to it. So he said, the day after Passover, I want you to go seven days and I want you to eat no leaven. And the reason was, again, God is giving a glorified object lesson. He wanted them to remember every year that for the days of surrounding Passover, the children of Israel left in such a hasty way so quickly that they didn't even allow the bread to rise. They ate unleavened bread. That unleavened bread cooks in about 18 minutes, I am told, and that's all it takes to bake it. Whereas if you have to let yeast rise and then uh, let it bubble up and swell up that dough, it takes a good while and then you have to bake it. That's why we get that spongy feel of bread uh, and uh, whether it's hard on the outside or whether it's soft on the inside, it is uh, soft and, and depending on what type of bread it is, it may be chewy or it may be more brittle. That's the yeast that's in it. But matzo, unleavened bread that doesn't have yeast in it, it's almost like a cracker. It's baked very quickly. So that is why God said, I want you to remember that I got you out of the land very quickly. And uh, what does that tell us? That means when God's will is going to be done, he's going to do it. He'll bring it to pass. And for 400 years, they were there in bondage and in slavery, not the whole time, but as you know, it was a in the providence of God that a Pharaoh arose who didn't know Joseph and all the miraculous things that God had used Joseph to do. And so the scripture says that there was a Pharaoh who arose that didn't know all about Joseph. He enslaved the people and they cried out to God and he delivered them. But it was a long time before that deliverance came, but they kept on praying and God did what he said he would do when he said he would do it. He told Abraham in Genesis 15, it'll be 400 years. And God also gave the reason why it would be 400 years. It didn't just have to do with the Jews. It didn't just have to do with the nation of Israel. It also had to do with God's judgment on the Canaanite people, the Amorites. And uh, the reason that God said he was going to give 400 years in Egypt, he said because the sin of the Amorites, is not completely filled up yet. In other words, God said, I'm a merciful God, and I'm going to have mercy on them. I'm going to see if they're going to repent, and I'm going to give them time to repent. You see, the fact is, God knows it all, but we don't. And so he said, I'm going to be merciful to the Amorites for 400 more years, and so I'm going to send you to Egypt, and uh, there I'm going to make you a great nation, and that he did. And he brought them to Mount Sinai, we know later, and constituted them as a nation. We'll discuss that in uh upcoming podcast as well. 
I want you to understand that God gave Passover, which was really about a two-week process because, you see, not only did you have the Passover, which was on the 14th of Nisan, but on the 10th of Nisan is when you put the lamb up. That's when you chose the lamb. That's when you brought the lamb into the house and you began to love on that lamb and grow close to that lamb. It was the best. It was the pick of the list we would say, and it was without blemish and without spot, and they would bring it in on the 10th day. The 14th day, it's already four days later, it was a Passover, and then the next day was began a seven-day feast. And there was also then, in the middle of all of that, there was the Feast of first fruits when the sheaf, the first sheaf of the barley harvest was offered up as a wave offering before God. When we began to see how all of this fits together in the great plan of God, you will understand why God says, I want you to set aside these days because every year I never want you to forget what I've done for you. I never want you to forget how much I love you. I never want you to forget that I have a plan for your life and that I truly am in control and I am able to deliver you. I am able to rescue you. I am able to deal with people who deal harshly with you. Aren't you glad God's in control? The Passover reminds us that he is and that he is faithful. So I want you to read about these feasts, but specifically study the Bible in relation to Passover. Don't just listen to me. Go to the passages. You can just go to the back of your Bible. You can go to a concordance. You can, if you have a reference Bible and it has a chain of references, follow the Passover. It's fascinating. And then I will add in some details that you might not know about how the Jews passed that along for 34 400 years, and how when they were unfaithful to that, it brought judgment upon the nation. As we learn more and more about the Passover, just this one special day, you're going to be blessed because it reminds those of us who are followers of Jesus that Jesus brought it all to a head, to completeness. When he had that last Passover, what we call the Lord's Supper, the night that he was betrayed, The scripture said they were having a Passover meal. They were following the Seder. They were following this ritual meal. And Jesus, that one night, changed everything for all of us who are his followers. And we're going to learn about that as we walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.